I'm Neri. I'm 37, a mum, and I've recently found myself single again. As I've decided to get myself back out there on the dating scene, I thought I'd share my journey with you. I'm hoping that I can help others to know that they're not on their own. Obviously, it can be fun, it can be exciting, it can be exhilarating, but it can also be overwhelming and absolutely exhausting. I've decided to fill a podcast with dating dilemmas, stories, get my friends in, gather advice, and just basically learn how to date, but better. So here is Dating Debriefed. Hello, you very, very gorgeous humans all around the globe, which is very cool, by the way. Thank you so much for tuning in and coming back once again to listen to me and my pals. Um, It's just me today. It's at Lold Me. Um, Really because I kind of (laughs) wanted to have a little bit of reflection time or talk to you about reflection. So my first question of this year is, what was the most magical time of year really like? Okay, let's be honest. Let's be really honest here. Emotions were running high, weren't they? For everyone, Christmas and New Year does crazy things to people. I don't know why. I mean, I love Christmas, but we, you know, we're an emotional family, so we definitely have all that going on. But yeah, Christmas is bonkers, but I love it. I do love it. I really love it. Who was thinking about an ex? I have chatted to so many people over Christmas and the majority that is definite. I mean, exes pop up, don't they? They they just are going to when, when you're there and you're living your life and a song comes on and it just pops that X into your head. And I don't know why, but at Christmas and New Year, that is when they plague you. They they think, you know, you think about them and then they could contact you or you might contact them, which again, unless you're friends with them, I don't know why we do that because it's like literally going on a roundabout and leaving on exactly the same exit because they're an X for a reason. Leave them alone. I don't know why we do it, but we do. And who's social media stalked? (laughs) That is like self-sabotaging in the biggest way. Nothing good will ever, ever, ever come from looking at an ex's social media. Nothing good at all. Like, do not do it. But we all do. We all, everybody has to have a little stalk at some point. But no, it's it's never good. Never, 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 never good. Who found a date just for Christmas and New Year and then woke up on the 1st of January and was like, uh, nope, that wasn't going to work. Or who introduced someone that they're dating far too soon to their friends and family. Because that's never good either, is it? I mean, that's like literally putting your relationship in a pressure cooker and trying to see what the outcome will be. Who had really big, deep and meaningfuls over Christmas? Mm-hmm. That's another one. Everyone has to have the relationship chat. Where are we going? And it's so normal. <laughs> That's the thing. We are not alone. None of us. It is dating and relationships everywhere. All because of emotions. The most magical time of year is absolutely, in fact, the most emotional time of year for everyone, not just for singles. It just isn't. So I think going forth into this year, 
we need to not put any expectations on the year ahead. One, because let's be honest, in the middle of a pandemic, no one really knows where it's going to take you anyway. But two, we don't need it. We don't need expectations that are unhealthy. Finding somebody that will come into your life, that's that's all we want. Like that could be for six months and you might learn great lessons. It might be for the next 10 years of your life or a lifetime, but don't put any expectations on it. Just go into this new year with our eyes open and let's face the year ahead wiser. Reflection is brilliant. We learn from our past relationships and it helps us to build better new ones, but only if we are not going for our same old type. When we try to date our type, I'm telling you now, that's why we're all single, okay? (laughs) Because we're dating people that are just the same as everyone else we've ever dated before. It's not about finding perfect. We all know that, every single one of us. We know it's not about finding the perfect person, but it is about finding someone that we can grow with, okay? It's about finding somebody who lets us know that the boxes that we want ticking They can tick, they don't tick all of them, but they tick boxes we didn't even know we wanted ticking. That's who we need to find. We need eyes open, not running into happily ever after, not ignoring red flags because the first three dates have been absolutely incredible. (laughs) None of us know what's way around the corner. You don't know what date four is bringing or six months down the line or living with someone. So let's not think happily ever after Let's think happy now. Enjoy those text messages. If you're just in the first stages, enjoy the text messages that are coming every day and your phone lighting up. Enjoy the phone calls. Enjoy the first dates. Enjoy the first dinner date where you get to get dressed up and have wine together. Enjoy every stage. We are not alone. We are normal people. Okay, the people right now that you're talking to are pixels on a screen. We don't really know them. We haven't gone for coffee for some of us. So yes, we're going to make them real. We're going to enjoy that time. And we're going to go ahead with our eyes open. (laughs) Oh, what can I say? Such a heartfelt book. Literally the first two chapters and I wanted to surround myself with cats, alcohol and loads of chocolate. Really, really enjoyed it and it was just so funny that you could really, really get into the life of this character and kind of go through exactly what she was feeling with every step of the way. Absolutely love it. So many oh my god moments. It was an actual dating roller coaster. This book is absolutely incredible. It is such an easy read. You can literally kick back, feet up, cheeky glass of red, and just get lost in it. I love, love, love this book. It is hilariously funny and it is relatable and it is realistic and I just love it. It just made me not want to put it down. I mainly laughed. I laughed so hard and out loud. And there were times when I cried. There were a few sad bits in there, which I really, really felt were coming from my life. It is incredibly funny and just one of the most brilliant books I have read in such a long time. I really loved this book. It's a really easy read with lots of relatable content and an absolute must buy. You've got to read it. 
Couldn't put it down. Loved it. Go to sweettemptationsbook.com to buy the book. Okay, so series two, do's and don'ts of first dates. My do and my don't. My do is if you have gone on that first date and you're not feeling it, or you've gone on the second date and you're not feeling it, let's be brave and be honest about it. Okay, it's one of my hardest things because I'm a people pleaser. So I'd feel like, oh, I should really go on another date with them. But if we're not feeling it, just let's find a nice way to say, I'm just not feeling it. Thank you. It was a great day. You're lovely. You're just not for me. I wasn't feeling it. My don't, don't ghost. Okay, we've all done it. I've done it. Everyone's done it. But actually, it's horrible, isn't it? It's absolutely horrible being ghosted. And karma comes back, you know. If we ghost, they're going to ghost us. So no ghosting. That They are my do's and don'ts of first dates for 2022. Love you all. Speak to you soon.